I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. 
Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the Salamos they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, filing other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? Then people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. There's a voice in my head that drives my heel.
motherfuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half. Velen. Hello, Patriots. So, um, I guess uh, I'm, I, I deserve one of these, I think. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. What'd you do? Technically, um, she's not in the race. Oh, come on. But Big Mike went out with her big dick and dropped a hint that, hey, guys, I'm still here. If you all do not believe for one second that this is not a polling category, that it's not going to be polled in the next 24 to 48 hours. It's been polled before. You and everybody else is higher than a kite because I'm telling you right now, this, yeah, but this is about to be polled for real. Mm-hmm. Watch. She's going to form a committee. I'm telling you right now, she's throwing a fucking committee together. You watch, you watch, you watch. So how was your day today? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The wind was fucking nuts here. It was. Weather's been nuts here. It really was. It was crazy. We've had some pretty, my truck was getting thrown around on the highway pretty well today. Yeah. 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 I really didn't go out much. I let the birds out in the morning and I put them back up in the evening and uh, about an hour earlier than normal. Um, but I was uber productive. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaned the kitchen, rearranged it, you organized did. it. Yep. Now I won't find any fucking thing. No, I just made things. I mean, I didn't move things in the cabinets. I just moved things around on the counter. Still won't find me. It's, but that's true. And because it's only right in front of you. Exactly. Yes. If it was a, if it was a snake, it would have bit me. Yes. Yep. Broadcast on a show all day. We did. Which Mick came home and he was like, I don't like this. You can't play my video games <laughs> on the computer that is only supposed to be for broadcasting. It is. So, you know, uh-huh. It is. Yeah. And it's your, about the only and game. your video games. Now. One game. Uh-huh. Get exactly. the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Uber productive. I taught Liam how to make butter and we're working on bread. Good stuff. Did you video it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to start a new segment in uh, Freedom Gardens, Cooking with Liam. No, oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're going to teach Liam how to cook. Boom! Yeah. Start teaching him how to... Yeah, maybe we'll... Maybe we'll, we'll take see. that extra camera and put it in there so I can have a closer view. Don't have a cable big enough to... Long enough to... I mean, I guess you could hook it up to the other computer. Does it have to be hooked up to a computer? Oh, I guess we could do Can it. I just record to an SD card? Yeah, I have to put a card in there, but yeah. Huh. We got a card floating around here somewhere. We do. Or I'll use the GoPro. Could do that too. <laughs> okay. Wow. No. <laughs> you just Although, need to- I'd rather have that because then it's a more that shows the whole kitchen, you know. Anyway. Anyway. Fun times. Not really. Yes. Yes. So. We'll figure it out. <sighs> that we will. We'll finger it out. Scary thing. Anyway. Um, kicking in your shoes. Anyway. Probably. So, you think Big Mike's going to run? Oh, I, I guarantee. I guarantee that we see something in the next 24 to 48 hours that she's putting together an exploratory committee to see if... Bring up the interview because this is what everybody's talking about. This is all the pundits on one side are saying, no, she's not going to run. She's not going to run. She's not going to run. And on the other side, they're saying, we hope to God she runs. 
Why? Because from Playbook on down through Axios today, they all said the same shit. We hope to God she runs because they right now know Joe Biden is not going to win shit. His approval ratings at 38%, folks, 38 fucking percent. What 38% America, what, what Americans, 38% of America, 38% of a hundred people are still voting for him. Who, who, who is voting for this guy? I cannot figure this out. Not for the life of me. I don't know, but it's just fucking spinning, which is really annoying. Um, kill it and bring it back up. Yeah. Now I have to find it again. So annoying. It's a good thing it's right there. I know. Otherwise, I'd be really pissy. Nope. What the frick? What's know. going on with Twitter? What if Twitter's down? Um, Would we still be broadcasting if Twitter were down? Yeah, we're, it's not down. Wait, you're not playing any of those. Play that. No, that's plenty. Weird. Okay. Weird. Oh, we'll play this real quick and we'll see what happens with the other one. That's just spinning. That is so weird that we're trying to play it and it won't even fucking play. When this wow. is fine. At White House Senior Living, our residents feel right at home. Our vibrant facility offers delightful activities and outings round-the-clock professional care, and exquisite house-made meals. Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me, but I've been eating all, all Italian food, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. White House Senior Living, where residents feel like presidents. That's, uh, that See, that works. That couldn't be more accurate, though. I mean, that is exactly what we're funding right there. There's nothing different than what we're funding. I mean... It is seriously just, are you fucking kidding me? Not kidding. This is such fucking bullshit. No shit. Is there, um, let me see if I can find another one. Maybe I can find another clip of it. I don't know. This is bullshit. Bullshit. This one just spins. Wow. That is some fucked up shit right there that they're trying to feed us some shit right there. Wow. Oh, that's too bad. Well, here we go. Here's um, here's why they're gonna. Hmm? Well, I don't want an hour and a half. No, 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 no. What's that? No, I said I don't want an hour and a half here. Never mind. Um, they're talking about they. The left thinks that. Trump is going to try and use SEAL Team 6 to assassinate his enemies, his opponents. Really? Yeah. Projection, anyone? Why would he use SEAL Team 6? That doesn't make I sense. I don't know. Maybe why, because that's what Obama why, did? Why specifically use SEAL Team 6? That's weird. Hmm. Hmm. And Biden leaked that because he's a fucking moron. And uh, then the next week, their helicopter blew up. Trying to find another one of these okay. videos, well, and I am having absolutely no luck. Um, let's listen to Trump's hottie lawyer because uh, this is some crazy shit. 
So let's talk about one thing that the press hasn't reported. We just listened to testimony from a man who has such distinct recognitions as an accounting expert that even Letitia James's team and the OAG's team used him themselves as an accounting expert. Professor Bartov was the New York Attorney General's expert in the Exxon case. Let's start there. But today, when he was on the other side, they spent the entire day objecting because he was giving testimony that didn't suit their claims. His testimony included that there was absolutely, and I quote, no fraud, that the statement of financial condition for President Trump was understated, that there was no evidence of concealment, and that in fact, President Trump's statements of financial condition had something that most other statements of financial condition don't have, 18 pages of descriptions and details about his properties, about his trophy assets, things that most people don't need to do and wouldn't do. The reason, because he had nothing to hide and he didn't conceal anything. This is not a publicly traded company. This is a private company. And the attorney general is now sticking her nose into private companies. This is a very scary moment for our country. We have to have boundaries. We have to have laws. They were objecting every five minutes. And I really give credit today to the press that was in there. I did look at some of the feed and it was accurate. There was absolutely no fraud. The statements were undervalued. And President Trump and the Trump Organization provided Deutsche Bank with everything they needed. Last week, we heard banks make clear that they thought they were a trophy client. They were the big whale that they wanted to get and they valued their relationship. They said that holds true today. I don't know why we're here. I've said it before and I say it again. Again, this case has absolutely no merit and you don't have to believe me. A man that gives, gives the Nobel um, Executive Committee recommendations on accounting and who should be recognized in accounting. That man that just sat in there for the entire day made it very clear and had words with the AG and said, this, you should be ashamed of yourself. And I say it too. You should be ashamed of yourself. Thank you. I'm not going to speak about privileged information. At this time, the president is looking forward to taking the stand and once again, making clear that he cooperated. He performed on his loans. They were paid ahead of schedule in some instances, always on time, and he was never in default. But somehow, Ms. James need to, needs to fulfill her political promise. So we're here, and he'll be addressing all of that on Monday. Don't forget, though, he's going on on Monday with the judge's gag order still in place, so he can't speak about certain things. He has to be so careful. That is so unconstitutional, in my opinion. We have First Amendment rights. We have rights as attorneys, Sixth Amendment rights, and those are all being violated. And he still wants to take the stand, even though my advice is at this point, you should never take the stand with a gag order. But he is so firmly against what is happening in this court and so firmly for the old America that we know, not this America, that he will take that stand on Monday. The same as we've heard, the same as we've heard from experts. He will clarify it. He will open himself up to whatever they want because he's not afraid. People that are afraid cower. President Trump doesn't cower. We'll be back on Monday with that. And tomorrow we'll hear more testimony from this incredibly intelligent man. I think, I think he made it clear. It's more frustration that we have wasted time, that they are doing election interference. This is a tactic that we've seen time and time again. This is not the first or last of it. And we're going to have to deal with it in all the other trials. But I really hope this is a lesson to those other AGs and DAs out there trying to make a name for themselves off of President Trump's back.
If you're going to do it with garbage claims, it's going to come out because there are experts willing to put their heads out, willing to put their necks out and willing to say that this is garbage. And we heard that today, the entire day, and we will hear that well into tomorrow. I don't speak about politics. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. The outcome of this case was determined before we walked into court. Let's be clear. We're not walking into this court every day expecting that this judge is going to let us off. We already see what's happened in this court. This judge made his determination on summary judgment before we even walked in before an expert took the stand. So let's not get it twisted. I'm not here fighting for that. I'm here fighting for America with him so that we can stop this. You know, that's the truth of it. And it's a very sad state of affairs. Today and many days we've asked for a directed verdict because there is no case. This case is garbage. Thank you. Uh, I, I agree. It is garbage. They have no evidence. They have people, experts testifying that there is no evidence. That's not they, the point of the case, though. No, it, it, it absolutely isn't. It's completely political. I don't give a shit what anybody tells me. You can tell me, oh, this isn't political. Bullshit. Of course it is. Bullshit. Anything that's brought up against Trump right now is going to be political. It doesn't matter how you fucking swing it. Nobody out there is a fucking... Here's one of those other DAs that should sit up and take notice. When you bring garbage, garbage comes out. Oh, yeah. A lot of it. Garbage didn't want to come out. Fox News alert. A sex scandal is rocking President Trump's case in Georgia. The Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney, Fannie Willis, has been accused of appointing her lover as a special prosecutor in the case against Donald Trump. D.A. Fannie Willis is responsible for taking Trump's mugshot, also allegedly financially benefited from hiring her lover, Nathan Wade, on that Trump case. This is according to a motion that was just filed by Wade, the co-defendant. Now, who is this romantic partner who Fannie Willis hired? He was just a private attorney who's never even tried a felony case. Even the Times says he has, quote, limited experience trying high-profile cases. But get this. Fannie's alleged lover has been paid nearly a million dollars in legal fees already. Who authorized the payments? Oh, that would be Fannie. Where'd she get the money? Oh, that's your money. Came from the taxpayers. They've allegedly gone on luxury vacations to Napa Valley, even taking Caribbean cruises. And Fannie isn't even denying that she's hired a guy she's sleeping with to prosecute Trump. Now, the judge jumper. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't you know. I That's would, our money, motherfuckers. We pay taxes in Georgia. No, no, we do because it comes out of your paycheck. I was looking for that song, "Big Fat Fanny." What was that uh, Kid Rock song mm-hmm. when he redid the uh, Queen? Well, they are they're they're so scared, dude. Listen to this shit. Yeah, no, I heard about these. This. Are some reporters caught yep. on a hot mic? This is crazy shit. This is in downtown D.C., by the way, folks. Of course it is. Where else would it be? So this is crazy. Listen to this shit. You know, the worst part is, even if he has his he's hanging out of it, he'll be on the other side. <laughs> I mean, if he's driving, we've got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah. Or if it's a convertible. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Like, if he just pulls up by like a JFK. Auto, 
it's like a Maybe someone just like they told JFK, you know what they should do? They should take a convertible. <laughs> it's so nice out. You know, I love how these pieces of shit are sitting there and they're talking about this right in front of cops and cops aren't doing anything. Well, they can't hear them. They're on a hot mic. The cops don't hear them. Dude, that's fucking... Seriously. Downtown D.C., folks. Wait for them to come out and... Nobody's even looking into this? No. Who these guys were? The Secret Service isn't even looking into this? No. Wow. Yeah. Well, even maybe. It just a, came out today, so who knows? Even though he's a former president... Well, and here, because they're terrified of him. It's immaterial. They're all terrified of him. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. 
the corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. That was really good right up to that end point where it said Trump the establishment. Mm -hmm. It would have been better if they said, like, Trump fights the establishment or something like that, other than Trump the establishment, because then you kind of make the is the establishment. And that's something none of us like. But that is exactly why the Obamas are so terrified. The things that yeah. keep me up because you, you don't have control over them mm -hmm. and you wonder where are people, where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit, it affects us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. Yeah. The things that yeah. keep me up. She's terrified. That's what keeps her up at night. And, and she goes on in that there's the, there's a longer clip. We just found a short clip, but she goes on in that. And she says that, I mean, the government does so much for us. 
the government does so much for us. Mm -hmm. No, no. The government does what, everything for us. She said, what, what, what does it do? Exactly. I, I'm confused. What exactly does the government do for you? Cause I haven't seen other than lie to us. I haven't seen him do a whole lot of other shit for us. That's for damn sure. And y'all agree. Cause that's the whole reason we're here. There's who else is going to talk about this. Big Mike. Lieutenant governor, Mark Robinson. He's running for governor of North Carolina. All right, Lieutenant governor, should we be concerned about Michelle? Uh, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what the uh, Democratic Party has in plan in uh, store, but I know what we have in store as uh, as Republicans, and I know what we plan to do, and we plan to restore this nation back to uh, the things that made it great. What about the Biden campaign? Do you think makes the Obamas think we have to save this thing and we have to save it fast? <laughs> what about it doesn't? I mean, uh, President Obama. Uh, excuse me. President Biden has been the most disastrous president of my lifetime, quite possibly one of the most disastrous presidents in American history. A wide open border, war in Ukraine. He shut down our energy production. He's not rebuilding the United States military. All the things that we need to do to make this nation, to restore this nation and make her even greater, he's not doing any of them. In fact, he's doing the exact opposite. So there's a myriad of, of reasons why uh, everyone's lost confidence in this man. Why weren't there that many people in the church that Biden was in this afternoon in Charleston? Because let's face it, things like social media and uh, our Internet have shown uh, the American populace, have shown the world that the big three don't rule anymore. Those big three stations that everybody used to go to for their news. And quite frankly, uh, black folks are just not falling for it anymore. Every two years, every four years, every six years, these elected officials come around and make promise the moon and the stars and pander all day long. And then once they're uh, elected, what do they deliver? Defunding the police, more economic doldrums, more crime, more poverty. They don't deliver any of the promises that they make. They don't keep any of their promises. In fact, they are moving us backwards in time. They are moving us downward in prosperity. And black folks are seeing it, and they're not falling for it anymore. They're tired of being used as political pawns. And Joe Biden has been the king of this. And his sorry administration has affected black communities all across this nation, all across this nation. And folks are not falling for it anymore. All right. Lieutenant Governor, thank you so much for joining Jesse Waters Primetime. Hey, Sean Hannity. You know, um, it's not just... I, I don't think it's just black people either. I, I think it's everybody They're Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but Joe Biden was at a church. One of the, uh, uh Hold on, the, I, I think I've got the clip of it. SME churches or whatever they are. Anyway, long story short, uh, he showed up at this church and it was quite comical because the only people that were there were press. There was nobody else in the church. Like there wasn't even a supporter from the South Carolina Democratic Repar part, uh, Party there. There was nobody there. Here, here was uh, Biden at the church. Path from this darkness. If you really care about the lives lost here, you should honor the lives lost over a ceasefire in Palestine. Ceasefire! 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 That's all right. That's all right. 
That's all right. That's all right. She's right now. She's right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. There were protesters there. Okay. Mm -hmm. My bad. There were protesters there, but there's another image where they were after this little speech and there was nobody else in the room, but press. That well, was it. Once they kicked the protesters out, there was no one left for the press. I mean, there was like nobody there here, but he was um, pretty ridiculous. Plagiarizing again. Well, sort of. I've spent more time in, uh, the uh, Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, Delaware, than I have, uh, than most people I know, black or white, have spent in that church. Because that's why I started, civil, no, I'm serious, I started the civil rights movement. During the 60s, I was, in fact, very concerned about the civil rights movement. I was not an activist. I worked at an all-black swimming pool in the east side of Wilmington, Delaware. I was involved, I was involved in what, what they were thinking, what they were feeling. I was involved, but I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. I was not anywhere else. I've spent more time in... Uh... So, wait a minute. Well, he said he started the civil rights movement, but in 87, he said he wasn't out back, He wasn't out there, so... So which Joe do we believe? Because that is definitely a... Go bring that... No, bring that picture back up. Bring that image back up. Because somebody tell me that I'm wrong. Somebody show me where I'm wrong, because I'm sorry. When you get older, your nose does not change. When you get older, your ears do not change. His ears are different. Your, his nose is different. Eyes don't go his from eyes are blue different. Blue to black. There's there's some real big differences there. I'm sorry. His eyebrows have adjusted. Look at his eyebrows. I mean, at Balchinian, you know, the whole thing. It's not. This you know just, it's not him. It's not him. You, you can't say that's Joe Biden. That is not Joe Biden. So maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe he really did grow up. Maybe he's a black man <laughs> in a mask. <laughs> you never know. You never know. I don't think there's a black man out there that would do that. You never know. I'm just saying. You never know. Just saying. What's this message from? Trump's, Is this Trump's January statement? 6th? Um, maybe. Is it Joe Biden? Yeah. I spend a lot of time in courts, federal, state, city. And tomorrow I'll be attending another Biden-inspired federal appeals court argument on presidential immunity in Washington, D.C. Of course, I was entitled as president of the United States and commander-in-chief to immunity. I'm entitled to immunity. Every president has immunity, especially one that did the job I did. I did a great job. And I wasn't working for myself. I was working for the country. I wasn't campaigning. The election was long over. Wasn't campaigning. I was looking for voter fraud, something that I have to do under my mandate. I have to look for voter fraud. And I was finding it. Tremendous amounts of voter fraud in the 2020 election. We have volumes of information. It's all there. And I was doing my job, which I had to do. And it's my obligation to do. And otherwise, running our country and running it well. We didn't have Russia going into Ukraine. We didn't have Israel under attack. We didn't have 
China talking every day about going into Taiwan. We didn't have inflation. We had a great economy. If I don't get immunity, then crooked Joe Biden doesn't get immunity. And all of the things he's done to allow the border invasion, millions and millions of people coming into our country, many from prisons, jails, mental institutions, insane asylums, many terrorists coming into our country. That's really allowing insurrection and come into a situation where he allowed the surrender to Afghanistan. We surrendered. The United States of America surrendered to Afghanistan, where we gave them $85 billion worth of free, the best military equipment anywhere in the world, left thousands of hostages behind, and they were American hostages behind. Still there, many of them. And 13 dead soldiers and many soldiers so badly hurt. This is gross incompetence. We did a surrender in Afghanistan. Nothing's ever been so embarrassing in the history of our country. Also, the millions and millions of dollars that went into Joe Biden's pockets with money from foreign countries like Russia, Afghanistan, China, many others. I mean, Joe would be ripe for indictment. So you're saying that Trump shouldn't get immunity, but Joe Biden would. I didn't do anything like he did. I ran a great country. This guy's gotten three and a half million dollars from the mayor of Moscow's wife. What's that all about? And that's the least of it. One of the reasons he's so soft on China is because he received a lot of money from China, and he's afraid to do anything about it or say anything, because he knows. He's afraid to say, we have a Manchurian candidate in Joe Biden. We have to get him out. By weaponizing the DOJ against his political opponent, me, Joe Biden has opened a giant Pandora's box. As president, I was protecting our country and doing a great job of doing so. And the historians will be saying that. They already are. But just look around at the complete mess that crooked Joe Biden has caused. He's the worst president in the history of our country by far. He's also the most corrupt president. The least I'm entitled to is presidential immunity, just like any other president would get. I'd be the only one that they would even consider not giving me immunity. Because for whatever reason, people are angry that I've done such a good job. And I've replaced people that were corrupt, that were supposed to be president. So take on the fake Biden indictments. They're all Biden indictments. These aren't indictments as we say, like God coming down from heaven and saying you did something wrong. These were indictments given and pushed by Joe Biden. And he told his DOJ to do it. Don't believe anything else. He told his DOJ to do it. Go and indict him, because he's losing badly in the polls, so badly that he figures this is the only way that he can win. The only problem is that thus far, it's pushed us way up in the polls, higher than anybody's ever been, actually. Because people see it's a scam, and they see it's a persecution, and they don't like it when it comes to anything, but certainly not when it comes to a president. They're running a political campaign in a dirty way, even worse than they did previously. And frankly, it's never happened in our country before. It only happens in third world countries or banana republics. They're using their Department of Injustice to go after his a political appointment. And this is all him, 100% him.
He's the one that told them to do it, and they obey his orders. It's a shame. Never happened in the United States before, but it's happened now. And he has to be careful because that can happen to him also. The next president, whoever that may be, has a statute of limitations that go back six years. That's a long time, Joe. You have to be very careful. We have to guard and protect our country. We have to do what's right for our country. You don't indict your political opponent because he opposes the corrupt election, which you know was corrupt. Everybody knows it was corrupt. The American public knows it was corrupt. You don't indict your political opponent. Thank you very much. No, you don't. It's just not something you do. Because um, it comes back to bites in the ass. As for the other shit, uh, I agree. Trump, there's two things now I need to hear out of his mouth. The first thing I need to hear is that he's going to scrap the vax, get rid of all of that shit, mm-hmm. remove it completely. And oh, Make it optional for all vaccines in the future. If you want them, get them. If you don't, no, you're good. Then, on top of that, I would also like to see him free every single one of the January 6th political prisoners that are still being held. Yep. Pardon every single one of them. Want them all out. Or give all their sentences to Ray Epps, because he got off with a year's probation and no jail time. Yes. Very true. And 100 hours community service. Mm-hmm. So I think he should do all of the time that the J6ers have racked up and they should all get out. And then he should also then at the end of that time, do all the time that they did that they've been in hell, you know, being yeah. held yeah. in a shitty prison. I think that should be done, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. But matter of fact, I'd be happy to be his guard. So the, the news media, MSNBC, is freaking the fuck out. Look at this. The trials of Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're losing it. They really are. They're losing it because they know they're on their way up. Oh, yeah. That's what's going on. Iowa caucuses. New polling shows former President Trump making larger inroads with two key groups when compared to 2016. Evangelicals and first-time caucus goers. NBC News national political correspondent Steve Gornacki is with us from the big board. Steve, what are the latest polls showing us about Trump's gain with these two groups? I'm just I I'm I have no words for evangelical voters at this point. It, it's a just in terms of the numbers on this, I'll show you here in a second. It is a dramatic uh, pick your adjective, dramatic turnaround, I'll, I'll say, since 2016 in terms of where Trump stands with the evangelicals. We've seen this nationally, and I think it's the biggest story in Iowa. Just as a refresher, eight years ago, Iowa caucuses, first time in the 2016, uh, first contest of the 2016 uh, process. Remember, Trump lost Iowa. He came in second to Ted Cruz. He barely held off Marco Rubio for third place. Remember, there were a couple days there after Iowa in 2016. People were saying, hey, maybe this Trump thing will all fall apart. He ended up winning New Hampshire, turning it around. But the reason, the overriding reason that Donald Trump lost Iowa in 2016 is right here. This is the exit poll from the caucuses. This is the evangelical vote. About 64 percent of the Iowa Republican electorate in 2016 was evangelical. And look, Ted Cruz won it. He won it by double digits, 34 to 22 over Donald Trump. So Cruz with a double digit win among evangelicals. There was a lot of resistance, a lot of skepticism. Trump had some support with evangelicals, but Cruz was the candidate of the evangelicals in Iowa in 2016, and he won the state. So that was 2016. 
our most recent NBC News Des Moines Register poll out of Iowa. This is about a month old, but this is what we've been seeing all year. Among evangelicals, look at the turnaround. Trump, who was losing by 12 to Ted Cruz, now with an outright majority, 51% of the evangelical vote, basically two to one over his nearest foe, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, barely in double digits. 51%. That tracks, by the way, with Trump in that poll, his overall support in Iowa. We also had at 51%. Just the history of this, we said Ted Cruz in 2016, he won the evangelical vote in Iowa. He won the caucuses. Rick Santorum, 2012, won the evangelical vote, won the caucuses. Mike Huckabee, 2008, evangelical vote caucuses. That's why Donald Trump, the biggest reason Trump has been winning and winning big in these Iowa polls. But we mentioned that other group. This is always a wild card group in caucuses. First time caucus goers can often be about 40% of the uh, caucus electorate. Here is a group that Trump won in 2016, although it was close. He got 30% Cruz Rubio, both in the 20s. So this was a group that kept Trump in the game in 2016. Wasn't enough to win the state for him. But look at this. When you look now in our poll at first time caucus goers, Trump mm. with a 51 point advantage over his nearest foe here, Ron DeSantis. So he's had those two groups not just change in, in terms of one going for him that wasn't before. They have both exploded in terms of him now just winning outright majorities, massive landslides with both groups. It's why he's been so consistently ahead in Iowa. And it does set up, obviously. We are six days away from the caucuses themselves. Before that, I will say we will have one final. NBC News Des Moines Register poll before the caucuses. It's the one the whole political world is usually waiting on. Ann Selzer, the great pollster, takes it. And we'll see if either of these groups, if there's any sign of late movement in either of those groups, because that's what it would take for any of these candidates to stop Trump or to make this close. Wow. NBC's Steve Kornacki, thank you very much. I think we'll see a lot of you soon. Uh, joining us now, NBC News. Cry. Cry, bitch. <laughs> Seriously, that was epic. That yeah. is, I mean, fucking awesome. 63 percent, 63 percent of new first people, time, first time caucus goers, that's are voting for tr that. hysterical, folks. Realize you all know that if we make it there, he is gonna lose. You all do realize this, mm -hmm. right? Donald Trump, yes. What do you mean? He is gonna lose, they're gonna steal it. If oh. we make it there, he's not going to lose. They're just going to steal it. They're, they're going to steal the election. You know that they cannot let him back in office. Uh, yeah. They are going to stop at nothing. They're going to try. Trust me. We are not going to see an election. They will shut the election down. I don't think we'll see one, especially if they can't get somebody else that can run against Trump. And right now there ain't a soul. If, if, Big, big Mike steps into this race. It will be the last thing that thing does. Think about it. Do you understand what we will do? What you all will do? What every single memer out there will do? Oh my God. Someone the will, dick memes someone are going will straight to up pants be him. hysterical. No shit. Someone will straight up pants him. Someone will go up to him in public and fucking pull his pants down and show his big old cock. There's going to be a baby arm swinging I down I can't there. believe no one's done that already, honestly, but just saying. She's always wearing pantsuits, and she's got Secret Service protection, so that's not going to happen. I think the Secret Service should do it. <laughs> Get some balls. Seriously. Seriously. Come on, guys. Dude, you know you want to. On stage. You know, Boom. Dude, you, know you, you want to pull a Donald Trump just... Grab him by the pussy. Go epic. Except it's not if fair. You're, if you're going to get fired, you might as well go out like epic No style. shit. No Just shit. Panzer. Boom. 
right in front of everybody. Look at that swinging cock. Look at that thing. Do what fucking uh, <laughs> what Eastern Tura did. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Look at that thing. Unless she's got a wicked case of hemorrhoids, which I don't think those are hemorrhoids. Crocodile Dundee it. <laughs> now that's how you greet people in Panama. I, You're well, looking for hotels. <sighs> you got to grab them. You have no Hello? idea down there. Okay, well, um, so uh, this is crazy. So you know how we talked yesterday about how the jobs report they they cycled down the the all the previous months. Wait it was like four hundred thirty nine thousand. No, no, no. Joe Biden just posted a tweet that he made more than fourteen million jobs for the country this they, year. They dropped a hundred. They dropped one point five million jobs last month alone. Dude, check this Whoa, shit out. Shit. Yeah. He just. I'm dead serious. He Listen. just released a tweet. I just saw it. He just released a tweet patting himself on the back about how he fucking uh, He's full created of 14 million nope. jobs in America. Nope, nope. Listen. Last week, Washington hatched yet another job report that looks fantastic on the outside and is pretty nasty under the hood. According to the Labor Department, employers added 216,000 jobs in December, outpacing forecasts the New York Times reported with glee and leaving the unemployment rate unchanged at a respectable 3.7%. The Associated Press could barely hold on to their adjectives, telling readers it was a robust number reflecting continued economic strength in a healthy economy, indeed that it was, quote, evidence that the Fed may be able to achieve a notoriously difficult soft landing that would be notorious as in the Fed has never pulled it off in 110 years and literally dozens of attempts. Alas, if you've been paying attention, you won't be surprised that under the hood, it was a brutal report. My friend EJ Antoni went through the numbers. For starters, the economy actually lost 1.5 million full-time jobs in a single month, replaced by part-time gigs, so second jobs and DoorDash, which have now hit nearly 9 million gigs that are counted as jobs. Next, the Department of Labor quietly revised down almost every single job report in 2023, slashing in all 430,000 imaginary jobs, that's 40,000 per month. In other words, those jobs never existed. They were figments of the imagination of well-paid government statisticians. Now, getting 10 out of 11 wrong, all in the same direction, is pretty impressive. After all, true mistakes should break about 50-50. Of course, it's different when you are paid to make mistakes and have the so-called birth-death statistical model to black box your way to whatever number the narrative requires. Incidentally, those imaginary jobs were all private sector, so government jobs actually grew more than reported, and they now stand at 23 million parasites, or government workers, as burdens on the rest of the economy. Now, keep in mind, every one of those government jobs is paid for by multiple real jobs. In fact, last month, that ratio was just three private sector jobs holding up every government job. So you can look at it as you have to hand a government worker a third of your salary to cover his bills on top of the rest of what government spends on wars, climate, vote buying, and so on. Now, in case you wondered how they blow through so many trillions so fast. There you go. The final mystery is if all those jobs are fake, why is official unemployment still so low? And that's easy because 700,000 Americans dropped out of the labor force in a single month. 
adding to the millions who have dropped out since COVID. Where did they all go? Some gave up altogether, so-called discouraged workers. Others went on government benefits, likely for life. Neither are counted as unemployed. They may as well be retired and sprawled on a sofa on a San Francisco corner. Tallying up those missing workers, we would have about not 6 million unemployed at 3.7%. In reality, it would be closer to 11 to 13 million unemployed with a jobless rate closer to 7%. So what's next? Brought to you by Unchained.com. In recent videos, I've characterized our job market as government jobs, DoorDash, and motivated government statisticians. This report keeps it up. The media does everything to hide it, but going by polling, Americans are choosing to believe their eyes. Now the question is, will they vote what they see? Okay, we'll be watching. See you next time. Well, if we make it there, I mean, I'm pretty sure looking at polling statistics of what's going on right now. Yeah, I think Americans are going to vote what they see if we make it there. However, that is the ultimate question. If we make it there, we still got a lot of time between now and that fucking election. A lot of time. There's a lot of shit to happen. Remember, we still haven't heard about any of the new surprises because we've got like three to look forward to. More and more shit is still going to drop. You still, we, we still haven't seen the end of this. We're not even close. It's still January, folks. Hold on to your hats. This year is about to be really fucking spicy because it's coming in like a lion. It's going to suck. Well, I mean, look, you know, I, I was talking about other countries falling apart. Look at what's going on down in Ecuador. You want to go to Ecuador? That, that shit is coming here. Think about this. That's not, that's a cartel that rose up against the government. That's a cartel. It's not an army. It's not a bunch of free citizens. No, a cartel, a drug cartel. That's what's going on. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but there's like, they fucking took over a prison. They took over a TV station. They took over uh, a train station and a bunch of other shit, killed a whole bunch of people. And they're televising all these murders on TV. So just to give you an idea, all this shit's out there. It's on the fucking interwebs. Stupid shit that people do. Here you go. So the cartels broke into a school and they were trying to kidnap students in that one. There's, I mean, there's so much shit going on down there. It's, yeah. even, it's crazy. Armed like, gangs. They, uh, they were the shooting, University of um, Guayaquil. They, they're shooting up cop cars in the street, uh, lighting fire on them or lighting them on fire with people still in them and shit. Um, it's getting crazy down there. Yeah, there you go. Craziness.
doesn't this look like the same shit that we saw in Israel? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost the same exact thing that we saw in Israel. I mean, they're running around doing the same exact shit. You're not going to hear about it. I don't think anybody's talking about this on any of the national news media. I haven't heard anybody talk about this yet. We just saw it earlier on fucking feeds coming out of the country, I guess, on X and shit. This is the shit that's going <laughs> No, 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 tiro, no, tiro, no, tiro. No, tiro, no, tiro. No, tiro, no, tiro. Yeah. So they've um I guess declared it a uh a internal uh, fight. They've declared the shutdown of the electrical grid and the in internet certain areas in certain of areas of Ecuador. Yep. Yeah. Um and then over in uh Ger- well Germany. Where was that one? Oh shit, just go to France. Or well there's Germany. Uh yeah, here it is. We go to the three minute mark here. Farmers uh take the uh, you see that's in English. Yeah. Farmers take the Deutschland. Farmers take Germany. Well, they're pissed. Oh yeah. Oh, and it's not just the Germans. It, they're, it, this is they're it, all together. This Check is this, out. this is coming here too. Guys, I'm here right now with farmer Anthony Lee. We are on the highway. As you can see, we're not alone. Anthony, can you tell us what's going on? Well, you can see we're having a barbecue at the moment. <laughs> yeah, Germany. you came prepared. We are, we are always prepared, yeah. And this is the uh, the most frequent highway in Germany. The most used the highway most in used Germany? High, actually, in Europe, to be honest. Oh, wow. Too. So it's not it's not normal to stand here. But um, no, we, we, are, we are sick of lies. We are sick of trying to get rid of our jobs. It's not only farmers. It's the, uh, the lorry drivers. It's the normal workers. Everybody is sick of politicians who have no idea what they're talking about, who have no education to tell us how our lifestyle should look like. And this is the result of four years trying to get in contact with politicians, talking to them on an equal level, but they won't listen. And now we have no other choice than to demonstrate and it's our right and yes it's one of the highest rights especially in germany yeah demonstrate we are not violent this is all friendly um you can see we have a we have a small gap where people can drive through police ambulances everybody can come through but um this is only this is only the tip of the, the tip of the iceberg to be honest because all over in germany we have this is the west we have Dutch uh, farmers coming over to support yep, us. In the, the east, we have um, um, Hungarian farmers 
Polish farmers, and we are all united in in um, getting rid of politicians who are trying to get rid of us. Right. Yeah. So I was very active in the Dutch farmers' protest, and I remember I said a few years ago. Guys, pay attention because this is going to be a global issue. There's a global attack on farming. You are describing the same thing here in Germany. Why are these politicians coming after you? Why are they trying to destroy you? I think there are many reasons. First of all, they want they want our land. And like, like you, you in Holland, you in Holland are, are kind of the example what politics want, what right. politicians want. They want our land to build uh, industry, um, houses, I don't know, for, for refugees, whoever, I don't, I don't care for what. Right. Um, but the, the reason they, they want it is not really my, my thing to say, but we are, we are the, the people who don't, you know, we don't work in the co-working space and we don't have a startup or what. We, we produce the most food. important thing in the world, food. Right. You know, we, 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 are, we are here since generations. And they're trying to get rid of us, and uh, we can't. We can't let that be. We, we have all kids. I have three kids. I yeah. want. I want them to do my job in the, in the next generations. Yeah. We have people here who are, who are the 14th, 15th generation. You know. Right. We are the we are the guys who get up, work 24/7 at all weather conditions, and we 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 are the guys who um who prepare or we prepare you with the healthiest food and and and, and, and we, we we do everything that people want us to do yes you know, in germany everyone says we have to get rid of co2 okay the only guys the only guys who, <laughs> who can get rid of co2 if you think it will kill us right, right. are the farmers and the people who own forests for us it was nitrogen but we all know that it's a lie it's a pretext it's a pretext and yeah. i feel like the normal the general population knows they support you I mean, I was emotional watching the truckers, watching the tractors, everybody just come on the road here. It, I mean, this is of historical magnitude. I keep on repeating myself, but I'm serious. I think this is of historical magnitude. And the people of Germany, of the Netherlands, I think of all of Europe, um, America is watching. We are all with you. God bless you. And we're here to support you. Thank and you uh, thank you so much for talking to me. You're welcome. Go and talk. Go and talk to the normal people who, who are course. in the traffic jam. Now. I will. Let's Every, go. Everybody, everybody supports us. Oh, I, I spoke to a few people who were stuck and I said, "Oh, I'm missing. A, if, if if I meet 20 meetings, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. They know why they're here. Yeah. They know that you guys they, provide them with food." They're sick of politicians who lie, who are who are not willing to to um, do that what they should do right. to get us a better future. Yes. No? They're not um, Thank you so much. You're God welcome. bless. Thank you. You, you got to agree. Yeah. You, you have to. I'm sorry. That's fucking epic. I wish our farmers would do some shit like that. Fuck them. This shit's... They, they're, they're worse, though. I mean, because their climate activists that they have in their parliament are going after them. They are legitimately trying to shut their farms down and shit. That is ridiculous. I'm pretty sure... We, we have the same thing going on here, too, folks. It's just not as widely televised well, and nobody talks about it. Yeah. And they do it the backwards way by cutting them out of the uh, money. That's how they get, that's how they shut down farms here. They start getting their sources of meat from elsewhere than from American farms. Yeah. And all of our food is chemically laden. Listen. When you go to the U.S., almost all restaurants are buying from one single company called Cisco Foods and they buy 
pretty much the, the same stuff. So you go to all these restaurants that have different flavors, but they're all selling you the same things. The U.S. has allowed a huge number of artificial flavors, artificial colorings, uh, and other compounds in foods that are illegal in Europe. So you think you're getting a French fry in the U.S., but it doesn't have the same ingredients, even, say, from McDonald's. The list of ingredients is entirely different. In Europe, it's going to have some kind of oil that's probably not good for you, and it's going to have some salt and some potatoes. And in the U.S., there's a huge long list of things, and they do that to drive costs down or to make it more addictive. So the reason is you think you're eating the same food, but you're not. There's a lot more chemicals in American food. On top of that, well, you are surrounded by pesticides and herbicides at much higher levels. The water quality in the U.S. is lower. And what's going on there is you're not actually putting on a pound of fat. You're putting on a pound of inflammation. It's hard to put a pound of fat on in one week. You can do it, but it's really hard. So what's going on there is your cells, instead of turning that air and food into electricity and heat, they were turning it into inflammation. And then as soon as you came back here and you cleared the toxins, then you felt better. Because hmm. our food is crap. It really is, people. Yeah, I'm telling you, when, one of the biggest things I noticed is, uh, first of all, I don't want to eat anywhere else but home. But second of all, the biggest thing I noticed is I felt better after I stopped eating all the bullshit. Once you stop eating the bullshit, and you just go back to a normal diet, like where you're just eating your own food. I'm telling you, you're going to feel a hundred times better. You're going to feel better and you're not going to eat as much. And so you're going to you're going to lose weight and you're going to become lean like you're supposed to be. I, I talked about this on the good book this morning. Um, I, you know, I, I do a lot of replies on X, not necessarily a whole lot of original tweets, but except for like posting the podcast and stuff, but I do a lot of replies on X and this one, um, I replied to a doctor who basically apologized for telling his patients for years to cut back on saturated fat, use margarine, get extra protein from supplement drinks that are filled with chemicals, drink orange juice, when you're sick, because it's just sugar, and to visit doctors regularly. And I said, uh, I'm so glad I never listened to docs. I listened to my grandma. Keep a coffee can full of bacon fat next to the stove and use it. Save your animal fats and use them too. Always drink whole milk. Use real butter. Eat all of the egg. Don't eat anything out of a boxer that you can't pronounce. Grow as much of your own food as possible. Make friends with your local butcher and always try and cook from scratch. That's such basic common sense. Like that's what our grandparents did. It's what our grandparents taught us. Our grandparents were all about it. And they're so, they were so much healthier than we. And their food tasted so much better than ours. You know, one of the things I hated was my grandfather was not a big hunter because my grandfather was missing a leg. But my grandfather was a huge fisherman. And we would go fishing every time I was with him. No matter what, no matter what we were doing, we would drop everything, we'd go fishing. And whatever we caught, we would eat. And he would bring it home. He would skin it. He would gut it. He would clean it. He showed me how to do it. But that's, he always said, this is the best way to eat. Don't ever eat it from a store. Stores suck. Yeah. If you can catch it and you can do it yourself, why buy it from a store? That was the shit that he put in me and my brother's heads that I don't know. I don't know if my brothers heard it. I heard it. I live by it. Why do for why let the government do for you that you can do for yourself? But that's exactly why I'm I'm teaching Liam to cook. Because he wants to learn. I got him a, a kid's cookbook for Christmas. 
Um, and there's some stuff in there that he wants to make. But I was like, let's start with the basics. Bread and butter. You can live on bread and butter for a hot minute, honestly. So I taught him how to make butter today. We've got bread rising right now. Teach him how to make butter or bread tonight. And uh, super easy. We'll go from there. We'll learn how to make lemon curd because he loves lemon pie. That's his favorite. And real whipped cream from cream, not from a cool whip can. And, uh, you know, all the good stuff. We'll teach him to make dinner. It'll be fun. Yeah. Well, so it's better than what the Jews are teaching people. Yeah. In New York. But I we'll guess get, we'll get we'll into get that, that in after this. Yes. You want to get hot? Because I think everybody wants it. Yes. Absolutely. So if you can, and it's legal where you're at, and you know what time it is, it's about that time that uh, if you can burn it, burn it. Burn you it got up. it. Burn it. Even if it isn't legal, burn it anyway. Shit. These days, seriously, I saw this meme today that was fucking hysterical. It was a stack of joints underneath a box with a stick underneath it. Mm-hmm. And he said, this would get 90% of you today. And I said, it absolutely would. Um, you open that box and let me tell you something. The only thing that would come out is smoke because I'd be stoned underneath that box. And uh, I really liked playing the uh, Liana show today. All yep. day today. Liana, you had 1,300 people watching on Rumble total at tuned in for some point or another so far uh 1300 people watched watch your show on rumble now so and then i didn't even look at cloud hub that's always big that, yeah that's that's a huge one yep cloud hub we normally get about between 10 and twenty-five thousand, depending yeah depending on the show I don't know what it looked like during the day, but... But their chat sucks, so we can't do a chat yeah, with them. Yeah, it really does. <coughs> to go look up our daytime numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh. There is steady, like, about 60 people in there at any given time. Yeah. You know, that 1,300 is, like, is unique viewers so people that they tune in for the a show certain amount and, of time yeah and tuned in for at least like i don't know it's like 20 minutes or something, something like that. that um but Yeah, don't ever forget that, Cisco. That is a very important point. And remember, those doctors receive kickbacks from pharma. <laughs> there's no amnesty. Nope. I'm not I'm saying there's any amnesty. Nope. I, I'm not going to give a doctor a fucking day's worth of fucking nothing. Fuck that. You ain't going to get a plug nickel from me. But I can tell you this much. If they start admitting it, maybe we're going to get more and more doctors who know more and more about this that know about this vaccine and what it's done to their patients. And we're finally going to get some honesty out there about what this vaccine is doing and how bad is it? 
because the problem we don't have, the problem we have right now is we don't have enough doctors doing that. The more doctors we have doing that, the better off that's going to be for all of us, because maybe finally we're going to get to the truth. Maybe. Uh, Dem, it's the Liana Wilbert show, but we're going to, we're starting to simulcast it while she goes on our channel. So right after the good book in the morning, I'll, we'll pop over to Liana's show. Um, basically I'll take down the good book stream and it takes like five minutes because Rumble just has to catch up and, uh, and I want them to be separate shows, yeah. not running together. So, uh, so then we'll jump into Liana's show. Her intro is even longer than ours. So even if I jump into Liana's show like 10 minutes in, we're still good. But you're still getting the intro. Yes. And I was, I was late for the good book this morning because I was <coughs> cleaning up all the freaking glass in the kitchen, which was so random. I have random. no idea where that came from. Well, I, I figured it out. So we have like two floating shelves on the, in one, on one of the kitchen walls and up on one of them that, you know, they just get tchotchkes and shit up there. So, but there was a, a glass champagne flute from Heather's wedding that was oh. up there. And it looked like everything on that shelf got pushed forward like an inch. And that champagne flute fell right onto the counter and a couple shards, a couple, quite a few shards of glass like sprayed all over the floor. Well, I found it as I was leaving. Yeah, I know, I, I know. Like, what the fuck? And I asked both the kids, I was like, did you bring a glass last night? And they were like, no. And I asked like both of them, they were like, no. Um, if we'd broken glass, we would have come and gotten you to clean it up because they know better, you know, with dogs in the house, you can't just have broken glass on the floor. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so I had to clean the glass up again, especially with the dogs, because that's the priority. That's what it is. So I was a little those retards will run right through. It's the first time I was late for the good book. I felt bad, but it is what it is anyway. And I got to sleep in because the kids had the day off of school for the weather. Which we really well, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's been crazy. But yeah, we've seen everything from really and now it's getting cold. So it's like, what the fuck? Well, it was really crazy um, down here before we get into the freaking Jewish tunnels in New York, which is holy fuck. It's almost as bad as Jewish space lasers. I know shit. Um, this shit's uh, fucking nuts. This was down in Florida. This is why our kids weren't in school today. We're not in Florida, but they were concerned about it happening here. It's freaking mouse. It's gonna piss me. So they had a nice twister run through each. I, I think Liana, isn't that your old stomping ground? Isn't that your old stomping ground down there, Liana? Panama City Beach? Didn't didn't you say you were from there? You used to live there at one point. Um, but yeah, they had a really good sized twister go blowing through there and you see the damage it did. Uh we didn't have anything like that here, thank God. Um well, at least not right here. I think there there might have been a I know we were under tornado watch all day. Um, I haven't heard if there was anything. We still huge. we're still under tornado watch sure. until tonight like, at eleven twenty three. Okay, is when it expires. But I mean, just crazy weather. They're already blaming it on climate change. So I, I, of course, I read you guys that Axios story last night, and I skipped over the climate change parts because, and I straight up told you, 
I'm not playing with their climate change bullshit, but they're already blaming it on climate change. Well, because, it's true though. The climate does change. Yeah, I mean, yesterday when they it was manipulate cold. It with heart. Uh, yesterday it was cold. Today it's warm. Tomorrow it's going to be cold again. Yeah. The climate changes. It does happen. What the fuck's your point? Every day. Christ, you morons. But Ooh, there's lots of places. No under, shit. Like, so all the Midwest, Iowa is under in a blizzard right now. Yeah. <laughs> and Vivek is the only one trying to still do events out there. Like he's going to freaking like cafes and shit and um, like restaurants. Like, Dude, you're like risking people's lives, bro. No Fucking shit. stop worrying about and stop being about you and start making it about the people, brother. Fucking do it online, you dipshit. Anyway. Uh, all right. So this. Oh, shit. I got to drop the Red Pill Project. Do we even start it? Yep. Bye, Red Pill Project. Later, Red Pill. See ya. What time is it? I don't know. Not close enough. Yeah. Okay. Be fine. Anyway. All right. Um, okay. Let's just see. Yeah, we're good. All right. So... Apparently, all right. all right. First, who had this on their apocalypse bingo card? Uh, no, seriously, I, I, this is this is not something we came up with. This is this was not on our our list of things that could go wrong in 2024. But this is not a good look. Okay. This is very bad. So chaos breaks out in New York City after underground tunnels were discovered under the Chabad Lubavitch World Headquarters in Brooklyn. So the incident below reportedly took place to prevent a cement truck from filling the tunnels. According to the Crown Heights info, the tunnels were made in the past six months in an effort to expand 770. Other reports suggest the tunnels were dug by yeshiva men during COVID after they were locked out of 770. The tunnel reportedly stretched from the mikveh building to the women's portion of 770. The tunnel was discovered after someone started hearing people in his home about 10 arrests were made after some refused to leave the tunnels. Okay. So now, and now, well, hold on, we'll get to that, but let's, yeah.
Can someone please start a Hasidic Jew reality TV show? This is getting weird. What the fuck are they using tunnels for? I Well, and that's a great question. Because it doesn't make any sense. Because apparently... Because they were locked out of their temple? When were they locked out of their temple? I never heard that. Um. Well, now it... And of course now it's gone. Yeah, I think it was that one that was I probably... I think it was the one. Oh, oh, there it is. No, it's, this is the same one. Oh, is it? Yeah. But it, now it seems that... Oh, here we go. More footage. The, the, the tunnel stretched to the children's museum next door. And they were pulling out child-sized, like, small mattresses with stains on them. Huh. Weird. Very weird. That is not good. I don't think there's any audio to this. You're going to have to voice over it. Let's see. Yeah, okay. So I guess they're... This is on the way down to the tunnels. Oh, yeah. So I, I guess as you descend the stairwell, you enter the real basement of this building in which apparently they removed a bunch of dirt and mm -hmm. started digging tunnels. What the fuck are they tunneling for? To what end? Yeah, no shit. They say it was to a women's bath ritual space. They said to make more space. I, it, um, okay. What do you want a building to collapse on you? Or you need to move people in and out so that they can't be seen. I mean, look at this. This is nothing. This has been, there's no way they did this in six months. I'm sorry. That means you were working around the clock for six months. No. Moving that much dirt. Nah, there's no way you did that in six months. Probably more likely they started during COVID. They've been doing that shit for fucking years. Yeah. That is no way that was done in six months. Fuck. No. You couldn't make me believe that if you tried. Digging that shit by hand without blowing shit up? Nah. Fuck that. No. Hey. Stained blood mattresses? No. I, I know. I saw those. I That's what I'm saying. This does not look good. I mean, these are Kazarians, though. These aren't. I don't think. I don't think these are real don't, Jews. Don't forget, and this is coming from uh, Dom Lucrae. On May 11th, in 1989, Oprah Winfrey interviewed Rachel, a Jewish woman whose family engaged in satanic ritual child abuse since the 1700s. Rachel said she's had to sacrifice an infant for power before. Oprah emphasized her Jewish religion, and Rachel claimed there are other Jewish families around the country that engage in the same acts. Let's see. Uh, Oprah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's a devil worshiper anyway, so no. I don't know how all you women got fooled by that. I never did. I couldn't stand that kind. Used also in worshiping the devil, participated in human sacrifice rituals, rituals and cannibalism. She says her family has been involved in rituals for generations. She is currently in extensive therapy, suffers from multiple personality disorder, meaning she's blocked out many of the terrifying and painful memories of her childhood. Rachel, who is also in disguise to protect her identity. 
You come from generations of ritualistic uh, abuse? Um, yes, my family has an extensive family tree, and they keep track of who's been involved and who hasn't been involved. And it's gone back to, like, 1700. And so you were... Right. I was born into a family that believes in this. And, and this is a, this is, does everyone else think it's a nice Jewish family? From the outside, you appear to be a nice Jewish girl. Definitely. And you all are worshiping the devil inside the home? Right. There's other Jewish families across the country, not just my own family. Really? And so who knows about it? Lots of people now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I talked to a police detective in the Chicago area, and several of my friends know, and I've spoke publicly before. And so well, when you were brought up in this, this kind of evilness, did you just think it was normal? Um, I've blocked out a lot of the memories I had um, because of my multiple personality disorder, but Yes, I mean, it's like if you grow up with something, you think it's normal. Mm -hmm. I always thought... So what kinds of things? You don't have to give us the gory details, but what kinds of things went on in the family? Um, well, there would be rituals in which babies would be sacrificed, and you would have to, you know... Who's babies? Um, there were people who um, bred babies in our family. No one would know about it. A lot of people were overweight, so you couldn't tell if they were pregnant or not, or they would supposedly go away for a while and then come back. The other thing I want to point out, not all Jewish people sacrifice babies. I mean, no, no. it's not a very typical thing. That. <laughs> I just want to point that out. <laughs> this is the first time I heard of any Jewish people sacrificing babies. But anyway, so you witnessed the sacrifice, right? Um, when I was very young, I was forced to participate in that in which I had to sacrifice an infant. And the, the purpose of sacrifice is to what? Is to bring you what? What are you sacrificing for? For power. Uh-huh. Power. And so were you, you were ever used? Were you ever used yourself? Um, I was molested. I was raped several times. Mm -hmm. um, and what's your mother doing? Um, she's in all of this. What's her role in all of this? What is, I'm not exactly what her role is. I haven't, you know, recovered all of my memories, but her family was extremely involved. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she brought me to it. Mm -hmm. Both of my parents brought me to it. And where is she now? Um, she um, lives in the Chicago metropolitan area. She's on the Human Relations Commission of the town that she lives in, and she's an outstanding citizen. Nobody would suspect her. Were you raised with a sense of right and wrong, Rachel? Yeah. I mean, it's like we, I had both. I mean, to the outside world, everything we did was proper and right. And then there were the nights that things changed, that things just got turned around. What was right was, what was wrong was right and what was right was wrong. That's what helped to create somebody to develop MPD. Mm -hmm. Multiple personalities. Right. right. Now, in your family, did you all call it worshiping the devil? No. Rachel, or did, I don't know. It was just evil, it these was, things you did. Right. right. Well, I said it was evil, and mm -hmm. they said it was good. Um, there's a book that I had just come across called Lilith's Cave, which is a book of Jewish mysticism and um, supernatural. And there's a lot in that book that relates to what I, you know, endured when I was a child. Damn.
Yeah. And she's wearing a mask, like Oprah said she was in disguise. Damn. So she looks like a linebacker. It's because she's she's in disguise, like she's wearing a pretty good mask. Gotta make you wonder. Yeah. And it relates to exactly what's going on today. Clandestine put together a compilation of the shadow war between Trump, these deep state. Love clandestine. If you guys don't follow clandestine, like that's another must follow. Yes. Could you please give us your name? Jeffrey Epstein. historic moment that we can now project the winner of the presidential race. CNN projects Donald Trump wins the presidency. The business tycoon, a TV personality.
Today's ceremony, however, has very special meaning. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. government scrambles to contain the virus, the U.S. Embassy in Beijing confirms the first American death. Most of the scientific community, myself included, think that is a possibility, but far more likely this was a natural way in which a virus left a bat, maybe traveled through some other species and got the humans, and there was no lab leak involved. Overnight, growing national unrest. You're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Hundreds of people have already been convicted. The convictions range from members of far-right extremist groups, former police officers. Chair declares the joint session dissolved. Do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. Thank you so much. Biological research facilities. United States, in particular the investment fund Rosemont Seneca, which is headed by Hunter Biden. What they've done to our country in two years is unthinkable. It's unthinkable. Standing before you today, I am the only candidate who can make this promise. I will prevent World War III. Hmm. Well, we know all of that. We've seen all of that. Mm -hmm. And good to see it all put together like that. Though. Who knows what's next? Well, you know, there's that. If we even get there. Well, there's that. There's this. Um... Truth's coming out. Or maybe, again, maybe 2024 is actually going to be the year of accountability. Maybe. I find that hard to believe. Well, only if we hold them accountable. Again, this is information fit to publish. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just extraordinary to me that, uh, you know, the government was working with social media to amplify lies and suppress truth and has been doing so repeatedly. Why couldn't the American people know that, you know, there were other alternatives to treat COVID? Why, why can't the American people know that there were side effects with the vaccine? This is all pre-planned by an elite group of people. That's what I'm talking about. Event 201 that occurred in late 2019, prior to the rest of us knowing about this pandemic. Again, yeah. you know, th this is very concerning in terms of what has happened, what is happening, 
uh, what continues to be planned for our loss of freedom. Um, mm -hmm. Again, it needs to be exposed, but unfortunately, there, there are very few people, even in Congress, that are willing to take a look at this. Uh, they, they all push the vaccine. Uh, they don't want to you know, be, be made aware of the fact that the vaccines might have caused injuries, might have caused death. Uh, you know, so, so many people just simply don't want to admit they were wrong, and they're going to do everything right. they can to make sure that they're not proven wrong. We're, well, we're up against people, a very powerful group of people here, Maria. But you know, fortunately, you say, what can we do? Well, you know, we do have reporters like yourself, like John Solomon, other people that have the, the courage to report the truth against the mainstream media and against the narrative. But that's the only way this is going to be solved, is we need the truth to be exposed. We need more Americans to listen to the truth, to be exposed to the truth, to pull their heads out of the sand, quite honestly, open up their eyes and understand what is happening in this country. We are going down a very dangerous path, but as a path is being laid out and planned by an elite group of people that want to take total control over our lives. And that's what they're doing bit by bit. They do it by increasing ma you know, massive government spending, increasing the size of government, uh, take over of the WHO. These amendments that are coming up uh, that are going to be voted on in 2024 on the WHO are frightening, and they, they really risk taking away all of our sovereignty. Uh, people have to awake, awaken to the dangers of the moment. Okay. Ron, I, I know you've been on the side of the vaccine's bad blah, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. This is my issue. What you said there is the most important thing and is the one thing that will not happen, okay? No one, no one, why? Why do I say this? No one will hold them accountable. Nobody will. Why do I say that? Why haven't we done it yet? Oh, because no one forced you to get the vaccine. Why have we not done it yet? Listen. No one was forced to have the vaccination. Who made the comment? Was it Dr. Thurin? I believe I You made that comment? Right. Mm -hmm. You were in Australia during COVID-19. You must have been fully aware that people, nurses, doctors, people to have their jobs, to keep their jobs, were forced to have the vaccination. Now, do you retract your statement that they were not forced? Uh, Senator, no, I, I believe firmly that nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Mandates or vaccine requirements are determined by governments and health authorities. I believe everybody was offered an opportunity to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine. I don't believe that anybody was forced to take a vaccine. A lot of Australians will disagree with you on that one. No one. Sorry. No, I, I, that that's Australia. That's not America. Mm -hmm. They say the same thing here, though. Okay, so that's Pfizer saying my, no one was forced to get a vaccine. My point is this: no one will hold them accountable. No, no one, not you, not anybody. Why? I don't know. We should have been losing our minds like months ago when they were coming down with the mandates. We should have been absolutely this. Our forefathers were doing fucking cheetah flips in their caskets because going, what the fuck are you people doing? It was the freedom we gave you. You're just letting them take it away from you. It should never have pinned person against person. It's about freedom. It's not about anything else. They want to take all your freedom away from you.
They want to take your sovereignty the- away from you. They, they'll take your money away from you unless you comply with everything that they want. They're CBDCs. bringing masks back. Yeah, they're already doing that. Yeah. Fucking Ohio. What the fuck St. is Louis. going on in Ohio? St. Louis. No, it's Ohio too. Oh, what do you know? My Lord, we have lost. We, 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 what, what, what do we forget already that they fucking force masks on us? Yep. Did we already? It's Oh, our member berries must be dying. We better go get some more member berries because fuck, we can't remember shit. We have a permanent problem with CRS. Can't remember shit. Oh, they'll never do it again. Of course they will. You complied last time. <laughs> they're going to up it. Mm-hmm. Look, this is they're, how they're not joking. This is how they treat our elderly. Yeah, she has Alzheimer's. Yep. And I think it's funny. Yep. How many of you are going to stick your parents in a home? No. Nope. I joke with my father and tell him that, but there's no way I'd ever put him in a home. He'd come home with me before he goes in a home. Absolutely. Because that shit, that shit's real. It happens. People do that all the time. Yep. Fuck, look at this. No, go back to that one. Go back, open that one. Look at this shit. This is fucking gross. Folks, this is so fucking disgusting. It pisses me the fuck off. This is seriously, this is, I I don't know who's doing this. I don't know why, but this is some fucked up shit. Being buried alive in their own homes in my county. Yeah, this man been boarded up inside this apartment. The Cook County Sheriff's ain't came and did nothing. I got an old man that's 73 years old boarded up in here. How can they do this? How can you bury someone alive? They broke the handle off the door and you stuck up in there. All right, hold on. We're going to make it happen. This is an old man. This happened last night, and the Cook County Sheriff apparently is doing nothing. I featured him in my last video. This is Tom Dart. Um, maybe we need to give him a little call. If these people were to be evicted, they need to go through eviction processes. You don't board them up in their homes and wait for them to die of starvation. This is America. This should be all over the fucking news. But you know it won't because these are low-income people. And this elderly man is not the only person boarded up in these apartments. They boarded people up in their houses. They did this in the middle of the night while people were sleeping. They wake up and they have no door handles on their doors and they're just boarded up in their homes and can't get out. I've already called the FBI and made a report, but if you guys want to call 
the Cook County Sheriff, that would be real great. I can't show phone numbers on here anymore because I get in trouble for that, but it's an easy Google. Please, guys, call. These people are in their homes being left to death. And like, how can they let this happen? They did this on purpose. They know what they're doing. This needs to be all over the news. We should be going ape shit right now. By the way, just so you know, it's snowing right now. It is freezing cold right now in Cook County. After this video was taken, it snowed. They're likely freezing to death and dying of starvation in their homes. They can't get out even if they wanted. Thank God for some good Samaritans who are paying attention and are now trying to get these people out. These people are being paid by our tax dollars to protect and serve. And this is what they're doing. Okay, first of all, bitch, stop being overdramatic. All you need is a fucking circular saw and you can fucking get them out. A crowbar? Christ, not a crutch. That's it. It's all you need. I can get them out with a circular saw and a crowbar. They're done. They'll be out in minutes. But she's right, though. It's fucked up. It really is. Who does that? You know who does that? Tyrants. I, I'll never forget it. Why will I give up one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 3, tyrants one mile away? It's our freedom, folks. But every day we trim a little fat off the Constitution. We give it back to them. And we never kick them the fuck out. They never leave. They're like a fucking, they're like a cancer. They come into your your economy, they get into your, your state, they get into your cities, and they fucking destroy it from the inside. Oh, they're like the and illegals. The, the federal government. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you were talking about the illegals. This is- um... It's like a cancer. You can't get rid of it. Once you take it on, it's it, it, it grows, it manifests. Look at what they talked about with the jobs. Fucking 14 million fucking- Federal jobs that we are paying for? Mm -hmm. See, stop paying taxes. Tell them to fuck off. I'm not paying for that shit. What do I need 14 million fucking federal employees for? What are they going to do next? Audit my dead parents' income? Or my dead grandparents' income? Your parents aren't dead yet. They're close, but they're not there yet. Don't put them in the ground before they're due. I, I just, I, I don't understand what are we thinking as a, what are we thinking as a people? Why am I so irate about this? But if you talk to anybody, well, it hasn't affected me yet. How hasn't it affected you yet? I swear to God, like I talk to people every day. Oh, well, it just hasn't affected me yet. Do you go to the grocery store? Yes. Do you pay an exorbitant amount for groceries? Yes. Guess what? It's affecting you. When under Trump, did you pay that? No. How would you still say go for Biden? It, it just, it's at 38% of, I, I, I just, I guess maybe they like a lot of pain. Maybe they're into that masochistic mindset. They've got to beat the shit out of their nuts every day. I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Personally, I don't like the pain. Well, it sounded like you were just talking about all the illegals that have swarmed over the border. Well, it adds to the problem. I mean, New York is, um, this is interesting. You're absolutely right about the intentions of Governor Abbott. Um, he is attacking democratically ran cities and particularly cities that are being led um, by black leaders or leaders of color. This is unconscionable. I mean, it's a very raggedy approach. And quite frankly, not only is it reckless and raggedy, um, but it is evil spirited. You're
wait a wait a minute. No, no, no. I wasn't talking about race. <sighs> I, I wasn't. It's about race when you're on with Al Sharpton. <laughs> <coughs> Did you hear that? Um, Abbott's a racist. No, no, no. There's uh, there's a lady. Uh, she's another liberal in New York City. Um, she just told AOC to shut her mouth on some big talk show in New York City. This one. Uh, no, that's well, AOC. That was AOC. She, no, this lady completely said, No, 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 I'll take, I will take all the immigrants. She's the one that's trying to make it legal for immigrants oh, to yeah, vote. Yeah, 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 because she wants for redistricting. Exactly. Yeah. And she wants the populace yeah, so like, for redistricting. We, we for, we'll we'll we take need, as many we as we need can the people get. for redistricting. Yeah. redistricting. See, see what I'm talking about? Replacement? This yeah. is replacement theory on display. Wow. And they were telling AOC to shut up about this shit, what she talks about here. Yep. From all parts of the political spectrum, one of the biggest issues that we have when it comes to immigration is the fact that we have an undocumented population. Mm -hmm. Now you can fix that by trying to build a wall or you can fix that by trying to document people and create a path to citizenship. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll have folks that might say, look at these systems, you know, that our shelter system has weight and things like that. But one of the reasons that our public systems experience weight is because people don't have a documented and reliable path to work and sustain themselves, mm -hmm. just like all of our ancestors did and our, and our grandparents and great-grandparents from all parts of the political spectrum. So, so wait a minute. I have a question for you, AOC, because what you just said is so incredibly stupid. Everybody is now dumber for having listened to that. But... I have one question. What's all the people that get sworn into this country properly when they stand there, put their hand on the Bible, raise their right hand by Melania Trump and swear and affirm to the Constitution of the United States. All of those people that went through all those steps to do it legally. You mean to tell me that they are less of a citizen than the people that just walked across the southern border? Mm -hmm. Wow, that is one way to piss off a whole lot of fucking people. You want to that know another is, way? That is, ooh. Uh, high school in Brooklyn today was told that their kids are going to virtual learning starting tomorrow. Yeah, because they don't have enough room in the school because of all the immigrants. They're using the school for migrants. Yes. Here you go. Huh. Here's all the immigrants, all the illegals getting off the bus. To go live in this high school that is now going to virtual learning. Going to virtual learning. So a whole bunch of kids are going to go to virtual learning while this, all these migrants live in this high school. Yep. Wow. Wow, that is fucking epic. Yeah. It's a straight up fucking invasion, folks. This is nothing more than an invasion. This is dragging tax dollars away from where it's supposed to be going. This shit has got to go. These people got to. Nope. Sorry. You can't prove that you're an American citizen at all. You're out. Out. Yeah. Three minutes of them just getting off the bus. Buses. Bus after bus. Yep. Man, that place is going to be a shithole in a week. Brooklyn, it's already a shithole. True. Yeah. I wonder if it's in that uh, one one chick's county. 
That was talking about the replacement, bringing all these people in. Maybe. And this is those Christian charities right there. Yep. New York City Health Hospitals. Jesus. Yeah. So, get out of the cities, people. Because... Oh, shit. Get away, get out, move out. Move on. I don't know where you're going to go. You know... Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, we talked about that already. Oh, here we go. This is interesting. We'll do a little conspiracy theory before uh, we move on. Before we get out of here. Yes. Yeah, this will bring us right up to the end. This is good. I think I sent this to you, didn't I? Um, I believe so. Yeah, this is a good one. This is uh, interesting. Hi, it's Dana Horachowski. It is uh, October the 9th, 2009, and I'm going to read you The Secret Covenants. I only have 10 minutes. It's on the Polly Hicks section of CanadaStreetNews.com, and this is dedicated to the Jesuits, the High Freemasons, and the High Knights of Columbus, and those that have pledged a blood oath allegiance to the Luciferians, secret societies. The Secret Covenant. An illusion, it will be so large, so vast, it will escape their perception. Those who will see it will be thought of as insane. We will create separate fronts to prevent them from seeing the connection between us. We will behave, behave as if we are not connected to keep the illusion alive. Our goal will be to accomplish one drop at a time so as to never bring suspicion upon ourselves. This will also prevent them from seeing the changes as they occur. We will always stand above the relative field of, the, of their experience, for we know the secrets of the absolute. We will work together always and will remain bound by blood and secrecy. Death will come to he who speaks. We will keep their lifespan short and their minds weak until pretending to do the, while pretending to do the opposite. We will use our knowledge of science and technology in subtle ways so they will never see what is happening. We will use soft metals, aging accelerators, and sedatives in food and water, also in the air. They will be blanketed by poisons everywhere they turn. The soft metals will cause them to lose their minds. We will promise to find a cure from many of our fronts, yet we will feed them more poison. The poisons will be absorbed through their skin and mouths and they will destroy their minds and reproductive systems. From all this, their children will be born dead and we will conceal this information. The poisons will be hidden in everything that surrounds them and what they drink, eat, breathe and wear. We must be ingenious in dispensing the poisons for they can see far. We will teach them that the poisons are good with fun images and musical tones. Those they look up to will help. We will enlist them to push our poisons. They will see our products being used in films and will grow accustomed to them and will never know their true effect. When they give birth, we will inject the poisons into the blood of their children and convince them it's for their health. We will start early on 
when their minds are young and we will target their children and what the children love most, sweet things. When their teeth decay, we will fill them with metals and that will kill their mind and steal their future. When their ability to learn has been affected, we will create medicine that will make them even sicker and cause other diseases for which we, can, uh, we will create even yet more medicine. We will render them docile and weak before us by our power. They will grow de depressed, slow and obese. And when they come to us for help, we will give them more poison. We will focus their attention towards money and material goods so that they so that they may never connect with their inner self. We will distract them with fornication, external pleasures and games so they may never be one with the oneness of it all. Their minds will belong to us and they will do as we say. If they refuse, we shall find ways to implement mind altering technology into their lives. We'll use fear as our weapon. We will establish their governments and establish opposites within. We will own both sides. We'll always hide our objective, but carry out our plan. We will perform the, la uh, the labor. They will perform the labor for us and we shall prosper from their toil. Our families will never mix with theirs. Our blood must be pure always for it is the way. We will make them kill each other when it suits us. We will keep them separated from the oneness by dogma and religion. We will control all aspects of their lives and then tell them what to think and how. We will guide them kindly and gently, letting them think that they are guiding themselves. We will foment anonymously between them through our factions. When a light shall shine among them, we shall ex extinguish it with ri by ridicule or death, whatever suits us best. We will make them rip each other's hearts apart and kill, uh, kill their own children. We will accomplish this by using hate as our ally, anger as our friend. The hate will bind them totally and never shall they see that, that from their conflicts we will emerge as the rulers. They will be busy killing each other. They will bathe in their own blood and kill their neighbors for as long as we see fit. We will benefit greatly from this for they will not see us, for they cannot see us. We will continue to prosper from their wars and their deaths. We shall repeat it over and over until our ultimate goal is accomplished. We will continue to make them live in fear and anger through images and sound. We'll use all the tools we have to accomplish this. The tools will be provided by their labor. We will make them hate themselves and their neighbors. We will always hide the divine truth from them that we are all one. This they must never know. They must never know that the color is an illusion. They must always think they are not equal. Drop by drop, drop by drop, we will advance in our goal. We will take over their land, resources and wealth to exercise total control over them. We will deceive them into accepting laws that will steal the little freedom that they will have. We will establish a money system that will imprison them forever, keeping them and their children in debt. When they shall band together, they shall accuse them. We shall accuse them of crimes and present a different story in the world where we shall own all the media. 
for we will use our media to control the flow of information and of sentiment in our favor. When they, when they shall rise up against us, we will crush them like insects, for they are less than that. They will be helpless to do anything, for they uh, will have no weapons. We will recruit some of their own to carry out our plans, and we will promise them eternal life, but eternal life they will never have, for they are not one of us. The recruits will be called initiates, and it will be, and will be indoctrinated to believe false rites of passage to higher realms. The members of these groups will think they are, uh, they are one with us, never knowing the truth. They must never learn the truth, for they will turn against us. For their work, they will never be rewarded for, with earthly things and great titles, but never will they become immortal and join us. Never will they receive the light and travel the stars. They will never reach the higher realms, for the killing uh, of their own kind will prevent the passage of the realm of enlightenment. This they will never know. The truth will be hidden in their face so close that they will not be able to focus on until it's too late. Oh yes, so grand the illusion of freedom will be, that they will never know how they are our slaves. When all is in place, the reality we shall, we shall have created for them will own them. The reality will be their prison. They will live in self-delusion. When our goal is accomplished, a new era of dominion will begin. Their minds will be bound by their beliefs, the beliefs we have been we have established from the time immemorial. But if we if they ever find out that they are our, our equal, we shall perish then. This they must never know. If they ever find out that together they can vanquish us, they will take action. They must never ever find out what we have done for what they do for what they do, for if they do, they shall have no place to run, for we shall have no place to run, for it is easy to see who we are once the veil has been fallen, has fallen. Our action will have revealed, will have revealed who we are, and they will hunt us down and no person shall give us shelter. This is the secret covenant by which we shall live the rest of our present and future lives. For this reality will transcend many generations and lifespans. This covenant is sealed by blood, our blood. We, the ones who from heaven to earth came, the fallen angels. This covenant must never, ever be known to exist. It must never, ever be written or spoken of. Uh, for it is the consciousness that will spawn with, will release the fury of the prime creator upon us. And we shall be cast to the depths from whence we came and remain there until the end of time of infinity. You guys can go to the abyss a thousand years. You're the evil. That was in 2009. Mm -hmm. Does that sound familiar? Sounds like everything that's going on right now. Just saying. Wake up, people. This is, that's the playbook. That is the playbook. How do we control you? Oh, we do it a bunch of different ways. Mm -hmm. For instance, I saw this. I can't find it anymore. Of course, when I go looking back for it, I can never find it, but I saw this guy. He said, you want to know how easy it is to be manipulated? Watch this. He puts two dots on a board, a blue one and a red one. He said, one of these is bigger than the other. He said, how many out there in this room believe the blue one's bigger than the red one? And a bunch of people raised their hand. He says, okay, about half the room. He goes, how many people 
How many people out there believe the red one is bigger than the blue one? And the other half of the room raises their hand. He said, get ready for this. There is no difference in the two circles. They're exactly the same size. You were just manipulated because I told you there was a difference. Yeah. That's how easy it is to do it. That's all they're doing. They're trying to make you believe something that is just simply not real. Doesn't exist. It's been going on since day one. We're invincible. We'll live forever. You're reptiles. You're a bunch of demon-believing fags who are running around Epstein Island doing a bunch of dirty shit. And now we all know about it. Here soon, they will not be able to walk down the street. Think about it. They've already turned off their comments on their fucking Instagram and Facebook and all their social media. Because all people are doing, they're saying, I knew it. You're a pedophile. Here we go. You know what, babe? I'm going to play this one for you instead as we get out of here. This shit is. Here you go. I, I don't understand why we're still sitting around waiting. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real man of genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really Bad Transgender. Mr. Really, Really Bad Transgender. We have to listen to your claims that you're a real woman, but you couldn't even be bothered to get a doctor to cut your Johnson off. Call me a doctor. You rose to fame after destroying several corporate brands, leading some to wonder, is this guy for real, or is this just a desperate cry for attention? But no matter how they feel, love you or hate you, they have to respect the grift. You're a star. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Tranny Man, because you really put the pro in pronouns. Mr. Really, really bad transgender. Yeah. There you go. They should have been like real douchebags of genius. Holy oh. fucking shit. All, All right. right. Anyway, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yep. We will be back tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. Tomorrow at 8 a.m. You can check her out at for the good book mm-hmm. uh, from 8 a.m. to 9. About 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. Yep. And then 9.05 on our channels and on this Wilbur's channels. You can check out the lovely Liana yep. uh, for her show tomorrow morning, and um, we'll be airing it on our channels. You got it. While I am talking about that, I am also releasing the scratch. Y'all scratch. Go get your gloves. Scratch out. Scratching is out. Yep. We'll mute that shit. All right. All right. So either way, um, we'll get it. we're gonna get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. for the Mick and Vlin. Have a great night, fuckers. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace.
and growing tomatoes. Yeah. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave. Before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. What I and say. my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line. Don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run to hide from me. Fuck around and find out. I love my country. 